Well, hey there, everyone. It's me, Dave McMahon. Welcome to another awesome episode of Unleashed on 4680q.ca and, of course, 4680q.com. I'm happy to announce that all Unleashed episodes with me, Dave McMahon, is available uh, or are available on Spotify and all the other awesome uh, podcast platforms. So when you miss a live episode, you could catch the show later. So everything is Unleashed. Everything is all natural. Everything is let the cork out of our ass and have a good time. That's what we're about, okay? <laughs> Nothing is politically correct here. We are proudly sponsored by Niagara Mobile Rust Proofing Mr. Barry Blanchard's Empire. Uh, sitting to my far right uh, is, uh, is a great friend of mine and uh, trains his dogs with me. He'll tell you he really enjoys my obedience classes. Uh, he has a lot of knowledge about reptiles um, and of course he, he enjoys uh, having a toke now and then. Hope that's okay to say. It's Mike London. He's the owner of Reptile Kingdom Canada. He is co-hosting with me today. He's been with me uh, over the years and we're happy to have him back on, on the show. Uh, how you doing Mike? Good, good. Thanks, Dave. Happy to be here. Yeah, I'm happy you are here. Our guests today are Joanne Carroll and her husband, George Carroll. Together, they own and operate the Happy Hippie Cannabis Store in Chippewa. Yay! Yay. All right, we're going to talk pot. We're going to talk legalities. We're going to talk uh, all kinds of exciting things about the world of weed. Joanne and George, once again, welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Dave. It's great to be here. Uh, Dave, just to correct you, um, George's last name is Slowly. It's not Carol. You mean he never married you? Oh, yeah, we're married. I oh, just but he didn't just want kept to take that name. You didn't want to take his name because you <laughs> thought right. it was a dumb fucking <laughs> name? or No, no, because I would have to change everything. My license, my insurance, my <laughs> everything. And I just was too lazy to do it. <laughs> oh, my God. So Joanne and George are here. <laughs> Happy Hippie Cannabis Store. I love it. I love it. I love your store. Thank you. It's very professional. It's very boutique-y. I don't know if that's... Yes, absolutely. You know what I mean? It, it reminds me of going into a posh salon of some sort. Thank you, Dave. I almost feel like I should come in and take my shoes off. <laughs> like, it is a nice place. Thank you very much. People say that. When we started Happy Hippie, we were going to start it with the glass and the, the lights, the glass, the lights, all of it. But, yeah. But um, Chippewa, Chippewa is such a quaint, beautiful town. And it's like the home to James Cameron. Um, it's also... Uh, the home of Dave McMahon. The home of Dave McMahon. <laughs> Who yeah, fucking cares? You can't get any better than that. So when we seen that it was kind of like a Niagara on the Lake vibe, that's how we did our cannabis shop. Yeah. Now, Joanne, before we start talking about the shop and the birth of the shop and all the great things that happen at the pot shop, let's do a little bit of a deep dive into yourself, okay, as an individual. Oh, Dave, do you really want to go there? We know that you're <laughs> going to be doing the majority of the talking. Oh. You are the gift of gab, uh, <laughs> yes. and you are the brains behind the operation, 
right? Yeah. Hi, George. How you doing way over there? Okay. Oh, I'm doing, doing fine, David. Glad you're here, George. George is here for moral support. Uh, Joanne, you were, you were, uh, were you born and raised in Welland, Ontario? Yes, I was born and raised in Welland. A true Wellander. A true Wellander. Welland is growing like leaps and bounds, isn't it? Ever. I'm telling you, like the whole waterway there and all the condos that are being built by the Blue Star Restaurant. Well, I just went back to Well, and I haven't been back in years. I went back uh, the day before yesterday. I couldn't believe how built up it was. I went to Notre Dame High School back in the 70s, and we just had like a few businesses on Niagara Street. We used to go to McDonald's when it first opened. And now I couldn't even find McDonald's. There's so many businesses there. It's just crazy how... Yeah, how it's really up. changed, hey? Yeah, but it's still beautiful. Yeah, and you went to school right up right up until you were done school in Welland, did you? Oh, yes. Yeah. When did you first get introduced to marijuana? Um, like, when did you smoke your first joint, for grade example? Grade 9 at Notre Dame. My parents sent me to Notre Dame. Cause they sent you to Notre Dame yeah, where you wore your uniform. Said, yes, they said I was a good Catholic school and I would stay out of trouble. And I smoked my first joint in I'm Notre Dame surprised. right at the Canal Bank. Yeah, and did you get high as fuck or what happened? You know, Dave, I don't remember my first time. Uh, <laughs> was, they say you never forget your first time, but I guess I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you smoked your, your joint when you were in high school. You smoked yes, a joint, right? Yes. And you liked it. Yeah, well, obviously, yes. You loved it. Well, you yes. were with friends. It was yes. a good vibe. You oh, felt yes. good. Yes. And then did you smoke another one close thereafter, like the next day, the next weekend? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We had. I had a friend that was... Uh, she could get her hands on it any time. Uh, her older brother got it for us as well. And... Uh, did yeah, you start buying weird. weed or because you were a, no, a good-looking no, chick, you got weed for we free? Got weed for free, yes. Yeah, yes, most girls get for weed free. for free. Oh, yeah, we did. And I have a funny story for you, Dave. You're going to love this one. So I'm standing out in front of Notre Dame with my school friends, right? And uh, we're passing the joint around just by the canal bank. And uh, my father decided to take a trip by the school. For some reason, I have no idea. <laughs> and so I get home from school that day, and we're sitting down for dinner. And my father was a funny man. And he looks at me and he said, wow, huh, I sent you to a school where those kids don't have much money, do they? And I looked at him and I said, what? Well, your friends, I don't think they have much money. They must be very poor. I said, dad, I don't know. Why are you asking yeah, me Yeah, dad, that? where are you going with this, dad? Yeah. So do he, tell, he, dad, do tell. Yeah, so he said, well, I drove by today just to see what was happening at the school. And I seen you all passing around the same cigarette. I figured you couldn't afford a pack. <laughs> Smoking a joint, and that's how I knew I got caught. <laughs> Woohoo! Did you ever go as far as putting the visine in your eyes oh, to always, always, to hide always. the bloodshot eyes? Always. Now, when you smoked um, pot as a teenager, do you have recollection of pot seeds being in the joint, yes. where sometimes you know they would pop and fall and ruin a really nice concert T-shirt? Yes. Always. Or ruin your uniform blouse? Yes. And I told <laughs> my mother. like shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I told my mother it was the soap in the clothes that she wasn't getting the soap out and it was it was putting holes in it so she changed from sunlight to tide. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. That's funny. You know, I, I smoked uh, pot uh, as a teenage teenager. Um, they say if you smoke when you're too young, your brain doesn't fully develop. So that's always my excuse. That's my go-to defense yeah, story. You, yeah, you know what I mean? Because I started smoking, smoking and token as a young teenager, and uh, had a great time doing it. You know, good oh, memories. Yeah. yeah. And I still toke every now and then, but I'm a lightweight. Uh -huh. I'm not doing it on a daily basis 
you know, I like a, a nice, mild, easy. I can't have anything too strong. Start slow. It'll fuck me yeah. right up if I have Start low, too. go slow. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so you grew up in well and went to school at Notre Dame. My mom also went to school at Notre Dame as well. So, uh, what was so, your mom's name? Doreen. I have my, uh, I have my mother's uh, uh, maiden name, McMahon. Hmm. Maybe I knew her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she would have been older than you, though. Oh, okay. Right? Like, what are you? You're 35. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 36 next month. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> oh, Dave, I love you. <laughs> How old is George in the jungle? Oh, he's 40. Over there. Yeah, yeah. How did you and George meet? He arrested me. Oh, because George was a cop once upon a time, right? Yes. Which is wild. And he arrested you. Is that a true story? You're just being funny. No, I'm just being funny. Okay. Yeah. He pulled into, uh, oh, Dave, do you really want to hear this? He pulled yeah. into Donut Diner. You can shorten the story. Yeah, I was helping out my friend in Donut Diner, and he pulled in to get a coffee, and I was at the drive-thru, and I opened the window to give him his coffee, and he had a hunting vest and a gun, and I said, being Canada, you don't see guns that often. I said, what are you doing with a gun in the truck? And he said, going hunting. I'm a vegetarian, Dave. So I said to him, <laughs> oh, really, and what are you hunting? And he said, deer. So I poured the coffee out down the side of his truck, and I said to him, why don't you take your fat ass over there to, to uh, Canadian Tire, give me the gun, and let me shoot you so you feel what the deer feel like. And I closed the window. Ooh, strong emotions, Joanne. Oh, yeah. And when I turned Love around... first sight there. Oh, right? yeah. When I turned around, <laughs> my boss had her mouth wide open, and she said, you just threatened to shoot a cop. And I said... He's a cop? And she goes, yeah. And I went and I go, oh, I was just joking. Here's your cop. <laughs> and then he kept coming back and driving Well, he around. thought you were cute, right? Oh, so George is like, this is a lively one. You yeah. must have thought this is a lively one. <laughs> yeah, so then he started asking for the Bambi lover. <laughs> and then we just eventually got together. Are you still a vegetarian? No. So you finally decided so to eat angry meat? Angry with myself, yes. George, George forced you to eat a steak oh, at gunpoint. I started cooking for him, and then it started... Uh, but I eat very little of it. So, so his, George's meat-eating ways rubbed off on, on you. On you, yes. So now we want to go back to vegetarian. I'm slowly going back now. You defecate better. You shit better, in other words, when you're eating vegetables. Oh, yeah. Yep, you shit like a rat. So, <laughs> so I'm told. <laughs> what inspired you to open your own pot shop? What inspired you? Like, were you guys black market... Uh, you know, weed dealers prior to opening? No. I'm just curious. You had never sold weed? You only consumed it? Yes. Okay. Never sold it. You never sold it. But so were you like, wow, we should get in on this and make some money? Story. I'm just no, curious. No, what no. inspired you to get another? Uh, what inspired me was because I had smoked cannabis for years. Like I said, since I was what, 14 in grade 9 in Notre Dame. And all the misconceptions about it. All the, uh, you know, the, the, oh, it'll kill you and, it, you know, it'll stop your brain from developing and all that stuff that you hear. And I'm yeah. thinking, are you kidding me? So when I found out that it was going to become legal and my friend, a friend of mine had um, started, well, she had gotten skin cancer. Right. And we started studying about the cannabis and skin cancer and things like that. And I realized then, and George was so against it. He was so against it because he's been a cop for 30 years. He didn't want nothing to do with cannabis. Yeah. Cannabis is a gateway to cocaine, heroin, and meth. 
And then when we started, and then when <laughs> I said I was opening a cannabis store, he said, oh, you keep me out of your shenanigans. I want nothing to do with it. <laughs> then when we started studying the effects of cancer and how it's like, and I'm no doctor, I'm only going by what we were reading and learning and how they're claiming that it shrinks cancerous tumors and that it helps with the chemotherapy of the throwing up. The, then we started looking into it and then we started finding out about CBD that comes from the cannabis plant and how it helps with arthritis and glaucoma. And we were like, wow, we're on to something. And then that's when we were in Arizona when we were studying on this and then when we came back is just when it opened up that we could open up a cannabis store and I said that's what we're going to do we're opening a cannabis store so, so you were more or less intrigued by the medicinal property of cannabis you were intrigued by that yeah, if I would have known that when I was in high school, I would have had a good fight with my parents. Yeah. I would have told them, you know, I'm smoking this for medicinal reasons, but I did not know back then it was medicinal. Yeah, this is going to repel disease, yeah. bitch! I mean, yeah. sorry, <laughs> mom? <laughs> I was just smoking to get high. I wasn't smoking for medicinal reasons, that's for sure. Mike, if you don't jump in, you know me, I won't shut my goddamn oh, mouth. Oh, yeah, no, I'm having a good time listening to all this. What, so, what year uh, did you open uh, the, your shop? Uh, 2020? 2020. Okay, 2020. Yeah. Oh, this is Barbara Walters with 2020. 20, I used to love Barbara Wawas. <laughs> yeah, Barbara Wawas. Yes. She was great. Yeah, I know. She could interview people. Oh. I know. She was yeah. great. How much working capital? And I'm going to be nosy, okay? Yeah. And maybe some people want to know how much working capital, how much dough, how much money did it take to open the shop? And I'm talking about everything. Turnkey, I'm talking about inventory to get the store open for customers. I'm just curious how much dough it costs. Oh, Why not? Some probably, people might be wondering. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I have no problem. I mean, really, it. it's none of my fucking business, but oh. this is Unleashed with Dave McMahon. So That's right. Well, I'm curious we have to ask cool. nosy questions. Probably close to 200000 200 grand. Yeah, close to it. Very close to it. It's 10000 for one license alone. Yeah, and, and now I'm going to start to pry. You can say, mm -hmm. next question, please. Or you could say, F off, whatever you prefer. Um, did you get a business loan? No, we did everything ourselves. Everything yourself. Yeah. So you took we risk. sold our house, Dave. You sold your house. We're going to sell the house. We're going to sell weed, George. Yeah. We're going to become rich, yeah. bitch. We said, go big or go home, and we did. We sold the house, and now we said, now we have no home, so we have nowhere to go. <laughs> now you're sleeping on a cot in the yeah, back of the store. Exactly. got to work then, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, there's no plan B. Yeah, no plan B. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. What did it cost for the... Now, we spoke off-air shooting the shit with Mike London, mm -hmm. okay, and you and I and George, uh, but what did it cost for the license? Okay, the first license uh, is your CRSA license, and it's uh, 6000 and then your second license is your RSA license, and it's... Can you repeat uh, that, your RSA? CRSA. Oh, CRSA, okay, And yeah. then your next one is your RSA, and uh, together it comes to $10,000. Okay, And then now, you have to keep renewing it. You have to, what is the renewal fee and how yearly? $10,000. Ten, yep. Once yep. a year? Yes. Once a year. Hey, give me, give me, give me, give me, give me. Some of the expenses, Dave, just God. to tell you. Okay, so now the government makes you get a P, uh, a system to, I'm going to try not to say it, in, uh, a system to run the cannabis through. So we have to order cannabis from OCS, Ontario Cannabis Store. 
It's the only legal place that we can buy it. If you're caught buying anywhere else, they will come in and close you down. They being the government. Be the government, yes. The, so we buy from the OCS. So, um, where was I going with this? Yeah, you buy from the OCS. For those that don't understand, tell us what that stands. Ontario Cannabis Store. Ontario Cannabis Store. government run, government owned. Right. So we can only buy from Ontario Cannabis Store. So now we have to have what's called POS, point of sale systems. And when I order from the OCS, Ontario Cannabis Store, they download that into my computer. Everything I buy, everything, from one joint to one ounce, they will... Download that into my computer. Right. Every month, I have to do um, a compliance report that tells everything that's in there. You have if to be I, transparent. Oh, if you I you have miss, to answer to the government. Yes. If I miss one pre-roll is missing, they want the cuts from my cameras. They want to know where it went, how it happened, who was responsible. All of it. So they are the government is so far up your ass. Yes, yes. That you might have to go back to being a vegetarian oh, again. Yes, you're not. In kidding. order to defecate properly. Yes. So those PO, those POS systems cost us, I don't know, six hundred forty something dollars a month to run. Is that all? Oh yeah. Jesus. And then you have, and then you have your insurance because we're cannabis. It's more risky. So we're paying close to $1,600 a month insurance for cannabis insurance. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, there's so. I was going to ask you about the insurance, right? I was going to ask you. The government makes us carry $5 million. Five million insurance, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you ever been broken into? Has oh, your store ever God, been robbed? Knock on wood, please. Why would you ask me that question? Oh. How you broken into? I hope not. We have a great security system. Yes. We also have steel vaults. That's another thing that cost us a lot of money. Our vaults are made out of steel. So when you go into our store, everyone says, "Oh, I was looking online, but I'm cut off. I don't have." It's because we have the steel vaults, and it cuts out your phones. Oh. Yeah, we put steel vaults in, and we have steel electronic doors. But Fort Knox. Oh, it's Fort Knox. But it's Fort still, Bloody Knox. Yeah, yeah, Fort Knox. You have two pot shops in the Both quaint in Chippewa. In the quaint village of Chippewa, mm -hmm. you've got two pot shops. Oh, yeah. What compelled you to decide that you should put another pot shop in Chippewa, also called the Happy Hippie uh, Cannabis Store, uh, number two, I guess, right? Well, yeah, well, because what happened was we wanted to be in the spot uh, by the bridge, by Tim Hortons, by the bars, by the tattoo shop, Yeah. Um, to begin with. It was a really busy area, but there was nothing available. So when we were just finishing the first Happy Hippie, a spot came available, a small one. So we said, let's make it like a Happy Hippie Express. For people getting a tattoo, they want to run in and get a quick wow. joint. The bars, you know, they want to... And a lot of Americans coming through that can't buy an ounce. They might want to buy a joint and go watch the Festival of Lights. It's almost you know. like you're going to get a drive through window oh, eventually. Yes, yes. So that's why we did it that way. So now we have one on one end and one on the other. And the first, can the first cannabis store is more for... Um, residential for the people that live in that area that want to run in and grab a joint. Was there any public outrage in the quaint village of Chippewa? Was there any, you know, was there any hate mail or any people that didn't like what you were doing? I'm just curious. Well, probably there is, but I haven't heard about Nothing's it. Nothing's come forward. To, yeah. Before you open a cannabis shop, you have to um, do a public notice. It has to be visible, has to be in your window. They tell you how many days. I believe it's 10 days. It's been a few years. I believe and it's people 10 have days. a chance to object. And then they have a chance to object. 
So their objection to me was that I was too close to the school. Because oh. you have to be 150 meters from a school. So they said that I was too close to a school, but we had already figured we weren't. So what happened is that cost me extra money because what we had to do, somebody objected that we're too close to the school. We had to hire surveyors to come out on our expense and survey and ended up that we were not 150 meters, but 250. 250 meters were way past what. So there was nothing to stop us. They couldn't stop us. Full steam ahead. Yeah. And then a few people put on, you know, how you got your Facebook Chippewa thing. That, yeah. You know, they were worried about us coming to town. That it was going to bring crime and stuff. They didn't understand it. And I yeah. don't blame them. Cause like, weed's not going to bring back. crime. I think it, in a sense... Uh, it stops crime. Yeah, prevents it in a, in a sense where, like, it's not run by... You know, gangs and... Yes, exactly. Like, people that are smoking weed are going to order a pizza. They're not going to be like, hey, yes. maybe we should go rob a store, right? Yes, exactly. The weed smokers aren't going to do that. Well, I, I guess... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, I do, like, I do remember that being the... The one and only ultimate argument um, against weed was that it, it promoted violent crime because of the, the criminal organizations yes. that, that sold it, you know? So yes. I think that uh, would, now that it's legal and people are selling it the way they're selling it, I think that would uh, make it safer, you yeah, know? Very much safer. Very much safer. That's one thing that the government did right that is so right, that every bit of weed, of edibles, of vapes, of anything that comes into our store is tested and tested and mm -hmm. retested. Mm -hmm. They know everything that's in it. And to every piece. Like you can go to, you know, your friend on the corner and buy some brownies and he'll tell you, oh yeah, it's fifty milligrams. But what he's not telling you is it might be fifty milligrams in one bite. And you're right. And all of right. a sudden you're panicking. Been there. You're having an in yes, oh, having yeah. an anxiety attack. With us if it's one little piece and it says five milligrams, that's what's in that exactly. piece exactly. Yes. If the package tells you it's 10 milligrams, that's exactly what's in that package. And it's tested right. over and over. And another thing, you're not going to get no mold on it. Mm -hmm. You're not going to get, you know, somebody not using a bathroom properly and picking with their hands. And you're going to get a coli on it. And right. Even though you're smoking it, I still don't want to smoke somebody. Exactly. You know, you so know. yeah. Yeah. I, another question about that. I think you said it was the OCS. Yeah, Ontario Cannabis Store. Yes. So you can only buy from them. Yes. So they're like a like a like a monopolized broker in a sense. Uh, yes, they, definitely. So so if you if you legally grow marijuana in Ontario, are you you must sell to them? Is that your only place that you could sell to? Well, there's licensed producers. They only pick so many. You're okay. allowed to to grow four plants yourself. Right. For home use, unless you have a medical license. Right. And you're allowed whatever the medical license tells you. But um, if you are a grower, like there's many growers, there's Pure Sun Farms, there's um, there's all kinds of so you Steel City Green. There's a great one out of Hamilton. And it's so close, it's called Steel City Green. Okay. And it's one of uh, it's one of my favorite. Legendary Larry is my favorite. Okay. Um, they're on the OCS. But they're having their problems on their end dealing with the OCS like we're having problems on so, our end. So they, that is their only option for selling is to the OCS? Yes, yes. At least in Ontario. Yes. And if they get caught selling to anybody else, then they lose their license okay. as well to sell to so OCS. So they must sell to the OCS, you must buy from oh, the yes. OCS. Very strictly okay. regulated. Very oh, yeah. Strict. Yeah. Do you, th do you think it's, it's overly regulated? Do you think it's a bit much? Or do you understand why those rules No, I understand why those are rules there. are there. Absolutely, I understand why those <laughs> yeah. are there. There's rules, Dave, that I don't agree with. I really don't agree yeah, with. Name one. Okay, it cost me over $5,000, over $5,000 
to put screening on my window so you can't see through. That's ridiculous. You know what that means? That means it leaves us unsafe. So if a police officer has to come to a call, like you asked if we're being robbed, yeah. someone's standing there holding a gun on me, yeah. the police officer cannot enter into my store because he doesn't know if he's safe. Right. He doesn't know if he's safe. Anybody walking by can't see me getting robbed because our windows are blind. Are yeah. blocked. I'm sorry, not blind, blocked. Anybody out now? Our cannabis comes in unmarked. Anybody who buys cannabis legally knows, comes in unmarked containers. It's all locked up in the store. When you come in, my stuff is locked up. I have to take it out and hand it to you, so it's not all over the counter, so people think they can come in and see it. So, the corner store has crack pipes, bongs, all kinds of cannabis t-shirts and their weapons big knives and they're allowed to have their windows wide open yeah it's strange it's really strange but we can't so it's you know yeah. you, you can take your child in the liquor store you can't take your child in a cannabis store so now we we're all cannabis stores are fighting with the americans are coming over they're leaving their children in the car will they run in to buy a joint God. You know, I got so many questions for you. I'm sure Mike does as well. How many staff do you have at your Chippewa locations, including both locations? Do you rotate staff? Yes, we rotate. Would you call it a family business primarily? I mean, there's you and your husband, George. Yes. Do you have any siblings that work there as well? No. Relatives, cousins, nephews? No. Grandkids. No, I, I make it a point not to hire family, Dave. <laughs> yeah, I make it Pros a point. Pros and cons. To, yeah. Pros and cons to yeah. that. So how many staff do you have? Seven right now. Do you train your own Nine staff yes, yourself? Absolutely. You educate them? Yes. Do any of them come with an education in cannabis already? Oh, Maybe yes. from the streets, but also from college, because you can you can take college programs to learn about cannabis. Yes, you also have to have a cannabis can sell before you can work in the. There's two so, like a smart need. serve, like a waiter or yes. a bartender having a smart serve. Yes. So now there is a can sell. Yes. There's two things you need before you can work in a cannabis store. One is a can sell, and it's through the government. It's kind of just like a. Of course it is. Yeah, of course, course. through the government. Yeah. I believe it's seventy-five dollars. I'm not sure because I haven't taken it in a while. And then per week, no. Per week, yeah. <laughs> per and year, then, yeah. And then there's um, the you have to have a police check. Yeah, and you both have to have police checks to open the the weed shop oh, as well. Oh, Dave, they went through everything. Okay, here's something. They made cannabis legal in 2018, but because of the American government. Because of the American government, they would not let us get a bank account. We had no bank accounts. So a friend of ours, which I can't mention his name, opened up. Why not? We're store. unleashed here. I know, but he might get mad at okay, me. Okay, all right. Okay, so anyway, he opened up a cannabis store and he said, piss on them. I'm just going to use my regular bank account. I'm not walking around with cash in my hand. So he used his regular bank account and... The bank closed down his account, his wife's account, and his children's account because he was using it for cannabis. So we were really panicking because now we're opening our store. It's getting ready to open and not a bank would take us. No bank whatsoever. So we finally found a bank. It's not a bank. It's a credit union. It's called um, Alterna. And it's in Brampton. In Brampton. Right. So we had to drive to Brampton to get this account. And they opened their arms for you. Oh, did they ever? They opened their, actually, they opened their wallet more than their arms because it cost us $3,000 to open the account non-refundable. Uh, then it cost us uh, <coughs> Holy shit. $250 a month to keep it going. 
Um, and then they take, for every transaction, they take a certain percentage and on and on and on. So that's how we have to drive to Bramf Brampton every time. Um, because there's, well, you got to call Brinks, right? But there's no... There's so much involved. Yeah, it it's like not easy great. opening a pod shop. Oh, it's it, not easy at all. Now, it let must me, be somewhat lucrative to, for people to go through all this stuff. Absolutely not. Not really. right now. Are you getting well, rich? Are you guys getting rich? No, I wished. No, absolutely not. Are they you open. making money? No, absolutely not. Wow. Absolutely not. We're Do you have any regrets? Oh, tons of them. I say it every day. <laughs> every day I say, what the hell was I thinking? No, if I it had the chance to tough. do it over again, I would never. Even dealing with the paperwork to get open was horrible. Do you know that they, I don't even know how I did it on my own. I did it on my own by calling them constantly. They were getting sick of me. Um, there's companies now that will open and do all your paperwork because the paperwork is so hard to do. To open up a cannabis right? Shop, unless they've changed, so the they'll do all the the documents oh, for yeah, you. Yeah. yeah, and then they go. That was clever of the entrepreneur who decided, "Hey, let's do this. We can yeah. be the launching pad." Yes. Right. Yeah. And what's that cost? They charge a nice fee for that. I don't that. know. I never hired them. I did oh, it on my own. You did it all your own. Yeah, yeah, but I kept getting rejected. I kept getting papers coming back. And mind you, it took me a year to get my license because of it. Because of it, it took me a year to get my license because it kept getting, oh, you filled this out wrong. Um, I asked for this paperwork and you, you faxed it to me upside down, so now we're sending it back. And you're, Okay, turn it around. But you're going to stay with the pot shop because you've got so much money invested. Your yes. whole life is invested into this, all your money and your life. Yes. And you're not turning back now. You're in too deep. Well, it's not so much. Yeah, that too, but it's because I enjoy it. You're not going to, you do enjoy, enjoy it. You enjoy it. I love it. it. It's my life. It's. Uh, I've always liked pot i've always liked it and it's it's my and i love helping people you know the government made it legal but he never they never took the stigma out of it people are afraid to come in i don't want my buddy to see me walking in a cannabis shop <gasps> no there's people that are afraid to go to the like to the that. local rub and tugs they're afraid <laughs> they park in the back of the the rub and tug you know what i mean because they're afraid that someone's going to see them go in yeah, yeah like their wife yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> <laughs> Good point, Mike. Good point. Well, it would be worse as if they went in and their wife was working in there. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. That would be a shocker. But no, I have friends that, that literally for... I, I don't know so much anymore now, but they thought that if they went in there, they're going to be tracked. If they buy it online, it's going to be tracked. They're going to be red yep. flagged. It's going to affect this. They won't be able to get a, a remortgage or whatever. You know, they... I, I don't think any of that's true necessarily. It's not true. Absolutely not true. I think, yeah. Not true. But the government does not care who smokes pot. They only care that right. they get their tax money from it. Right, right, exactly. People have been smoking pot, you know, whether it was legal or not, you know, in this country for a long time. So. Oh, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. I, I, one thing that shocks me sometimes when I, walk, when I go into those places, and now I'm understanding a little bit more why, but um, I, find, I find, like, and I haven't shopped in them too much, but I find that the prices seem to be sometimes like a little bit outrageous. Where, like a like a, a one gram joint is like twenty something dollars, and like I I don't know exactly. Um, I mean, to me that seems expensive, you know. Or or you could only it, it used to be that you could only buy the maximum was a was like a three point five grams. Is that right? No, the maximum then, you can buy is twenty eight grams. 
Yeah. Okay, okay. At one time. At one At one time. At one point, was it you could only buy 3.5 grams? I remember seeing a guy at Chum or something, and he was... He was he could only buy his favorite kind in that in that uh, you know weight interval, um, and but he would buy it all for that price anyways. <clears throat> but I think it has changed now, so you can buy up to one ounce, I guess 28, yes, 20. 28 grams. Yeah, the reason he might have been buying three point five grams is could be that's all that the Ontario Cannabis Store had at the time and, and sold uh, to us. I see. So if you like um, Pink Kush, let's say, yes, and you want a, a twenty eight grams. I might only have it in my store stocked as 3.5, so you would have to buy right. more than one. So that's probably what, what happened in that case. And I, I've been not, and then most recently I've heard from a friend that he can go to a store and buy an ounce, and, I, and I'm pretty sure he said it was something like $30, $40. Uh, does that sound like, like it's almost like the other end of the spectrum where it's like really, really cheap? I don't know where he'd be getting it for thirty, forty dollars. Maybe. And I said, I maybe. said to him, "You must be getting it online." He's like, "Nope, there's a shop, and that's where I go." Does that sound like something that could be going on? I can't imagine. What was he high when he told you that? <laughs> I can't imagine what a thirty-dollar bag must look like. I mean, talk about sticks and seeds, Dave. <laughs> I remember being able to get three joints for five bucks when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. Three for five. Three for five. That's a good deal. Did you just break that fucking chair, Joanne? No, I didn't. No, I didn't. <laughs> it was broken beforehand. <laughs> I'm just playing with you. Are you having fun so far oh, in the yeah, podcast? This is, this is great. We're yes. flying high, yes. aren't yes. we? Yes. We're flying at an altitude. Yes. We really are. What, yes. What's uh, what's the most Figure expensive of ounce that you guys carry? Ah, uh, that would be George's answer. What's the most expensive ounce we carry? Oh, we have one hundred forty dollars. One hundred forty dollars. Yeah, and that would be. Um, Highly doctored. Highly doctored. It's organic. Wow. It's that, organic. That doesn't you know what? You guys reasonable. should go to some of the... Organic and orgasmic, probably. Yes, yes. <laughs> you should go to some of the uh, licensed producers, the way they grow. They grow now in air, and the roots are coming out, and it looks just like spaghetti in a strainer. Wow. They're growing Did you hear about air. this, Mike? No. It's no. amazing. How did this amazing. get past you? It sounds like Matrix shit. Oh, it know. is. It's crazy. <laughs> and you know, you look at them. And <laughs> it's look, growing in air. Yeah. It looks like they're in a bakery. They've got the white hats on and they've got the wow. white coats on and everything's so okay. like sanitized that it's just crazy. Like and Mexican I think about. meth lab. Yeah, and I think <laughs> about what we used to buy on the street, right? Right. right, right. <laughs> Dogs would come and piss on it and yeah. you'd be smoking it. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> that is insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've got all new methods now of growing. Now, black market. Do you think that the black market uh, weed growers, okay, mm -hmm. are huge, huge competition to the legalized cannabis shops? Absolutely. That, absolutely. The reason you would think, you would think yes would be the answer. I know it is. I'm not thinking it. I know you it. You know it. I know it, yeah. And, and do you think that the government thought that this would greatly reduce the, uh, the, the, the weed in the black market, like by making it legal? Or do you think the government was like, whatever, we just want to make money on this as well? No, I think the government did it to get the votes to get in, to tell you the truth. Right. And then after that, he said, I don't care what happens, kind of thing. Like, yeah. You know, yeah, he did it for the votes, definitely. But so you believe the black market is selling way more? The black market is still alive and well, believe me. And, and, that, is because, and that is because what, people don't want to pay tax on the weed? What are the other reasons? Yeah, that is the reason because of the taxes. The taxes are so. I think we're what forty percent tax. 
Right now on our wow. on our cannabis, we're forty percent tax. Forty percent tax. So it's, so black market is the go to. Fuck out of this business, I tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so black market is the go to for the weed, uh, yeah. primarily still today in Canada, uh, and it's because people don't want to pay all the tax. Uh, any other reason? Maybe people don't want to go to the pot shop. I mean, of course, you can buy online as well. But yeah, you can um, you can order online and they'll bring it right to your door. I mean, um, is that mostly how the black market survives? Is selling online? There's a lot coming from BC now being mailed in. And is, it, is that how people would purchase it online? Yeah, yeah. They'll, they'll grab ounces and that could be, well no, that, you said your friend went to a store. Because you can buy an ounce online from BC for like $80 an ounce, $60 Is it good weed? No, it's terrible. Sometimes it might be, I'm not sure, but I've had people come in and say, fuck that, I'm not ordering no more. Woo, Joanne! And they bring it in and say... Joanne said bad word. Oh my God, it slipped out, sorry. Let it rip, Joanne. And then they'll actually come in and show it to us, Dave. They'll show it to us what they bought. And, and you'll I'll, stand and laugh. And I'll say, well, I told you. Like, I told yeah. you not to do it. And they did it anyway. And this is, But then sometimes they say they get it, and it's not bad. But then again, we have where now Ontario Cannabis Store has announced that they're lowering their prices to try to now wipe out the black market even more. They'll so have to do something, right? We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll see what happens. They're already starting to lower them a bit, but not enough to make a dent. They might lower it. So far, it's been, what, five cents a case? <laughs> I remember the same thing happening with cigarettes in high school. Um, when, you know, when me and a bunch of my friends started smoking, and uh, you, you could get packs of cigarettes for $3. Mm -hmm. And before that, it was like 5 or something like that. And because of the black market, they, they had to lower the prices because... They just couldn't sell cigarettes legally. Like, they mm -hmm. were just losing too much money. Oh, yeah, definitely. So it's interesting that it, same uh, thing's happening with the... Uh, I mean, it's just like a correction, right? Like, it's like um, any time there's room for, you know, these these places to make money, they, they're going to take advantage of it. If weed's too expensive in a weed shop, the black market's going to get, you know, get in there. Oh, it definitely. It has wiped out some of the black market. I knew people uh, who grew quite largely um before we opened and now they've shut down their grows mm -hmm. they've shut them down you don't hear about a lot of black market you know grow ups uh being busted as of late no. like in ontario let's say no. ontario canada you really don't do you think there's a lot of of black market grow ups in ontario you would know, you say there's a lot like you know? I honestly don't know. Or would that you rather not say? No, I would Next say. I would definitely. I'm say. just there curious. Was a real big one that got busted like couple, maybe a couple of years ago or yeah. something. Yeah. Like hundreds of millions of dollars or something. They were saying like uh, the operation in Ontario. Yeah. I think yeah. I remember that. It's I think like, I remember uh, something about it. Yeah, I just remember the one huge big one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I'm. I'm not. I can't even answer that honestly because I don't know. Look at that guy out here. Out here and on the street here. He's a great guy. John. Hey, John. Good to see you. Yeah, good times. Um, cannabis comes in so many different forms, shapes, forms, sizes, and tastes and things of such. Uh, the last time I was in your pot shop, <clears throat> excuse me, I noticed uh, a larger selection of the THC beverages. Oh, yeah. yeah yes. Like, like yes. you've got, uh, people are really digging these, yes. these uh, THC beverages. It appeared to me that you had more selection in your refrigerator. 
Oh, yes, they've been there delicious. They are so good. You cannot taste the weed in them at all. I hear a lot of people are using them as an alternative because they don't want to, they don't drink anymore. Yes. So they, they absolutely, you know, they go for those. Absolutely. A lot of um, uh, recovering alcoholics, yeah, they've turned to the cannabis drinks. Yeah. They've turned to them and they say that they're fantastic for them. I mm -hmm. don't know, I'm not an alcoholic, never was, but I drink them just to drink them and they're, they're great. Right. I love them. Yeah, really like what? So, what would be one of your favorites that you sell at the store that you would encourage one of our listeners to certainly try if they take a trip to your store? Wow, the yuzu and vanilla. That's uh. So it's a vanilla drink. Mm. It's an orangey kind of vanilla. It tastes Ooh. like a creamsicle. Oh, wow. beautiful! So good. And its collective project is the company, and the name of it is called Yuzu um, Vanilla. Blood orange, yuzu. Blood orange yuzu vanilla. Wow. It is delicious. So it tastes just like a creamsicle. Then we have your root beer, which is really good. I make a root beer float. Oh, I love root beer floats. But <laughs> you're do. making a, a THC root yes. beer float. Yeah, we get the vanilla ice cream and we put it in a glass, Georgia. And it's funny because Georgia never <laughs> consumed cannabis. Never till now. And we'll put the vanilla ice cream in and then we'll put the um, root beer over top with the straw and drink it. And it's delicious it's delicious right because the two of you have enhanced one another's lives i mean george got you into meat right and you got george into having a little toki poo yeah, yeah. A little, into cannabis you yeah. know a little yeah. how do you so you prefer to take your cannabis through liquid form in a beverage or not necessarily oh i do all kinds yeah i smoke yeah. I, I do vape i do edibles oh, we have got some fantastic but you're edibles. not high right now yeah, I'm high right now. You are? Yes, I am. Fuck, I can't tell. Yeah, I vaped before I came in. You're kidding. Oh, of course Jesus, I'm high. Jesus, that's how much I know. See? Is George high? No, George is not high. So George, George is drive. straight as a fucking arrow. He's as straight as Mike, an arrow. Mike, are you high? I'm not high. I, I, I considered it and I was like, ah, my, it's not the move for today. I, I'll be lost for the rest Ask of the me day. if I'm high. Ask me. Are you high? No, I swear to God, I am not high. I'm just this enthusiastic. See? See? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just like this. We got some great edibles that are in now. We've got salt and vinegar, salt and vinegar potato chips. Oh. Infused with THC. See? We have ketchup potato chips. Nice. We have score bars. Oh, they're to die for. They're to go over top of ice cream, too. We have, we have all God. kinds of stuff. Yeah. Mike, you got to make your way down. Brownies. I'm going to visit. Yeah, to the real shop. brownies, sure. real brownies. I, we I, have. I, I really like, want to try that uh, vanilla and, and blood orange drink. That oh, sounds delicious. So good. It's so good. Yeah. Actually, I find like with weed these days, I I'm like Dave in a sense where I'm I'm looking for something a little bit more on the mild side. I I used to love smoking really strong stuff, the mm -hmm. push all that yeah. stuff, and I don't know what happened somewhere along the the line where I just it's just too much for me. It's just a little too powerful. Did you get paranoid? Did you get? It, it'll make me paranoid. Yeah. I you get, don't want uh, that, do you, it Mike? Starts to cause anxiety and stuff where I find the. I'm looking for like the stuff I grew last year. I'm like, I, I'm always like, shit. I wish it wasn't so fucking strong, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, so it's it's been lasting me a long time, anyways. But you uh, know, we've only got about four or five more minutes. And that's it. Then they're going to be pulling the plug on us. Oh, okay. No. But we want to have you back because it was fun oh, yeah. talking with you. Is well, there anything? Lots to talk about. Well, there's tons more. to there's talk about. There we could do a whole about, series on this. Yeah, like when you're saying about um, you know being too strong. There's there's yeah, I'd love to get cannabis that's lower in the THC. Yeah. Yeah. But then you've got to go with the terpenes. You've got to know right, about the terpenes. Right. You've got to know about the CBD canceling. Not the turbines. Not turpenes. The terpenes. 
yeah. uh, that canceled out the CBD and the, and the, just canceled with the THC. So there's a lot okay. to learn okay. and a lot to learn medically. People come in for glaucoma. They come in for uh-huh. cancer. They come uh-huh. in for arthritis, Crohn's disease. There's a lot. They're just scientists now yep. are just starting to break into it because... You had to have a license to study it before it became legal, and the licenses were very, very expensive, and there was no need to study it because it wasn't legal. Now they're yeah. breaking through with amazing, amazing discoveries. Wow. wow. Do you see yourself as a, uh, you know, a pharmacist uh, in the cannabis world? Do you see yourself as a, as a, as a legal? Pot dealer, like, how do you see yourself as? Do you see yourself as a counselor or just an entrepreneur? I shouldn't say just an well, entrepreneur. All of the above. We do. All of the above. We do counseling. Um, oh, we we do education. And you're not we, into mushrooms. No, I've I mean never personally. Done personally, I've yeah, never you're done not into them. mushrooms. Never done them. Yeah, it's a different. Thing. I have customers who have, and they tell me about it, but I've never. It's not done your it. trip. No. no, no. We talk about everything at Happy Hippie. We talk about everything from mental health. I have my own mental health, not my own personal, but personally around me, mental health. Everyone everyone yeah. is mental to a certain degree. Yes. Well, I'm not, Dave. Come well, on. Well, we all are. No, I mean, Dave, not you, jo- no, Joanne, you know you're not. You know I'm not. But George and I are. You can <laughs> yeah, tell. Look, yeah, look into our eyes. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> love, you. love you, George. <laughs> and you and George have great taste in dog trainers because you, yes, would, you both... Yes, we that guy out west that we go... <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you train both our dogs and you... You were amazing, amazing with our dogs. They love you. Yeah. Yeah. Dave's the man. Yeah, definitely. When you go on dog, I send everybody to Dave because I believe in, when I believe in something like I do cannabis, that's my fight. Dave, I I can honestly say I'm a walking, talking advertisement for you. I I just, because a lot of of people bring their dogs into my shop. Yes. A lot of people uh, tell me about their dog problems at my shop. Doesn't matter on the street or in my shop or whatever, but yeah, I'm literally a walking, talking Dave McMahon fucking advertisement. I love you for that. Yeah, no, you know what? It's uh, Love you a long time. it's 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 a product that works. You know what I mean? It's helped, uh, it's helped me a lot. It's helped my dogs. And, uh, proud to, to share it and want to help other people you know we're going to do a show. We've got to get a date where you interview me yeah, on my own show. So we'll have to set that date. That'll we procrastinated fun. long enough. And you could pick my mind. We could talk all about me and my background with dog training and running the largest dog training academy in all of the Niagara region of Ontario, uh, which I still do today. I have a great team of people with me as well. Um, Mike, how can our listeners reach you? Ah, we got our website, Reptile Kingdom Canada. Um, all our contact info is on there. You can give the store a call. Um, yeah, just shoot us an email or from the website or give our shop a call. And my, uh, I got a work cell that's uh, widely available. So if you're interested in booking reptile shows for birthday parties or camps or schools, uh, we're, we're very busy with that. And, uh, yeah, we do a little rescue adoption program as well with reptiles. And we have our, uh, our fun retail store. There's always something adventurous going on there. Yeah. Very good. Way. Always a pleasure having you on the show, Mike. Thanks, Dave. Thanks for having me. And uh, Joanne and George. Joanne, Carol, and George. Slowly. Slowly. <laughs> yeah. Happy Hippie Cannabis Store in Chippewa. Go there. Try some of their marijuana drinks, their marijuana beverages. Joanne says they're amazing. Come in and have a THC coffee with us. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. THC infused coffee. Yes. 
That is fucking wild. Yeah. How can people reach you? Give your uh, Instagram or your Facebook. We are on Instagram. We're Happy Hippie Cannabis Niagara. Uh, we are uh, Happy Hippie Cannabis um, .ca, uh, for our website. And you can call the store. Thanks for being here. Thanks, thanks for having us, Dave. Thanks for making it. Wonderful. So you're much mo- fun. You're most welcome. You guys are a breath of fresh air. Yeah, great thank you so much. Thank you to our sponsor, Niagara Mobile Rust Proofing. And thank you to 4680Q.ca, Niagara's only online radio station, for providing the platform for Unleashed with yours truly, me, Dave McMahon. Have yourselves a doggone great day. Talk to you next time. Bye.